0: so that we can receive the eight thousand eight hundred and ten promises of God, seven thousand four hundred and eighty-seven of them being promises made by God to His beloved man.
1: Good morning, and welcome to my morning rant. We have been having this beautiful conversation. We're talking about we started with false, and we're heading into um, the the devil as to how he comes and tests us. Uh, when one becomes born again, and so forth, and that every situation that is from him. Is false. And so we wanted to navigate then into what is truth. And so we are going to go in and start looking at that. And so we started our conversation talking about why Jesus can make the statement that no man comes to the Father but through me. And that is because he was the only one that dealt with the condition of the man when, or the fallen man. Uh, he makes a statement and I think it's in Matthew chapter 15. Where he says um, that, uh, uh, do you not understand that whosoever entereth into the mouth of, of the man goes into the belly and is cast out in the in the jaw, meaning that it's defecated or it goes out through the anus. But those things which proceed out of the mouth comes forth from the heart. And so he's saying that the stuff that someone speaks, what they say, it comes from a deep place, it comes from the heart. Who they are, their character, their, this is who they are. And they defile the man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts. Thoughts, you see where the birth comes from. The evil thoughts will give birth to murders, adulteries, fornication, theft, false witnesses, blasphemies, and it goes on and on. And so we know that is the condition of man that God the to cure, if you will, and he did that by becoming sin on the cross. So uh, once he did that, he can then have uh, the, you know, he has the right to say that no man comes to the Father but through me. So we know that Jesus Christ, uh, uh, he had to be tempted, going back into the truth, we really going back into our topic, we want to know what is the truth, since we know we've been talking about the devil being a liar. And the Bible tells us that we ought to behave a certain way when we are being confronted by him by these thoughts. And um, we talked a little about that yesterday as to when these thoughts are coming. It tells us that we ought to resist it. And the um, I mentioned briefly to you that Jesus had to do the very same thing when he um, when he was being tempted by the enemy. It tells us, uh, and I mentioned a, a scripture to you as to what is truth now. So we know that the, anything that the enemy comes and brings to us is a lie, any situation that comes to us. So now what is truth? So let's take a look at what the Bible says. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So we see in John seventeen seventeen that the word of God, Is truth. And, um, now we are, uh, we are called, uh, to, 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 um, apply the truth into our situation. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit here, listen to what the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit does. And, you know, and what He is called in John 16, uh, 13. When the Spirit of Truth comes. So we know that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. He will guide you into all truth. And so, this is one of the uh, scriptures that I always pray and ask God, especially for those that are supporting me and those that are listening to to um, uh, this podcast, is that I pray that the Spirit of Truth will guide you into all truth, whatever that truth is. The truth about your healing, the truth about God as a provider, the truth about the people around you, the truth about your health, the truth, He is going to guide you in all truth. What is truth? The Word of God. And that's why you see people always say to you, or you hear some of the preachers say, go and find the Word of God concerning your situation, and then plant that seed of truth in a lying situation. So, what will that seed do as you begin to water it? And how do you water the Word? You water the Word by how you behave. Faith without works is dead. And so you're going to water it with your works, you're going to water it with praying, you're going to water it with praising God. Um, uh, All of these different ways by which you can water that word, where you now going to? the Scriptures tells us that Abraham did not consider his body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. So now if you are going to come into a space by which you consider not, You can't look at your situation anymore and have it dictate your thoughts or have it command, tell you how to think about it. Except you will now allow the thoughts, which is the word of God, that thought should have preeminence in your thinking, if you will. And that word is coming to what God is going to guide you into all truth. And, um, it tells us that the word of God is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and for training in righteousness in faith. So that righteousness as I told you guys, righteousness means right standing with God. Or the Bible says when Abraham believed God, it was accredited to him as righteous. So you and I are righteous when one walks by faith. And so it tells us here that all scriptures, breathed out by God, um, is, is profitable for teaching. Uh, the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. He's going to teach us the truth of the Word. He's going to reproof us when we are off. He's going to straighten, and the Scripture says, make my path straight. How do you make your path straight? When my thinking is off, when my perception is off, correct it with your Word. And it's there to reproof. It's there for correction and and it's there for training in righteousness. So now, this word of God is as you plant it, and you begin to water it by worshiping God and by walking in faith. And it tells us that that same word, or those words, will produce fruit. And so, um, you and I are called to apply this truth in every single situation that comes to us. And you will know the truth, John eight thirty two, and the truth will set you free. So now if you are sick and you're about to die like a woman in the issue of blood, you got no hope. She spent all her money in the um, health care of the time, and she was broke and she was going to die. And it's amazing how when one runs out of options, how desperate we become. And that I think that's a great place to be because when you're desperate, nothing else, you got nothing else to count on except for the Word of God and, and the power of the Lord. And so we see the same principle within the the um uh, the uh, uh the prodigal son he uh until he got with the pig and he was there with the pig eating pig food, that's when he got his sense back. okay, the revelation came into him that stated that hey, he became desperate, and the revelation crept in. He says, "I can get food at my uh you know my father's house, I can eat like the servants at least I know." If I eat, like, go home, I can get that type of food. And then not knowing that the Father has been looking for him for a long time. And that's the same thing uh, God the Father does. And he tells us, come, Jesus has come. So the invitation has always been there for this prodigal son because the Father was still looking for him. And that's a picture of our Lord Jesus Christ and our God. And so... You see that the Holy Spirit is here. Uh, he is the Spirit of truth. The Bible tells us that we are, He lives in us. The Spirit of truth lives in us. So then we have the ability to be truthful and in any situation, because if we allow Him to guide us, because it says He will guide us into all truth and tells us so um, you and I have the ability to walk in truth. And so Jesus, as I mentioned, says and you will know the truth concerning your situation and knowing that truth, you are going to be So we talked yesterday a little about um, faith comes by hearing, and I mentioned to you that hearing and listening are two different things, they're two different states that one uh, uh, gets and and comes to. And when you hear, uh, it tells us that when you hear the Word of God, that's when faith becomes tangible. The woman says, for the Scripture tells us that the woman heard uh the the center uh the woman with the issue of blood she heard and mm-hmm. when she heard she received and so you and I many of us are listening but we haven't heard yet. And so I want to guide you into hearing and you hearing uh the word of God for faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So you have to be uh hearing truth. So the word of God is truth. So you're hearing truth all the time. And you're hearing the truth about your healing. You're hearing the truth about God being provider. You're hearing the truth about God being your protector. You're hearing all of these things. And the Bible tells us also that the Holy Spirit is truth. The Bible tells us that Jesus is truth. Um, Jesus said in 14 John 14, 6, he says, I am the way and the truth. And so we know then that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, this is truth that Jesus talked about. And so as we apply truth into our situation, it will change. The thing that gets us into trouble is that we want it on our timeline and not God's. And you and I have to learn how to surrender, submit yourself uh, to God, the scripture says.
2: If you're a business owner, you know these sounds mean sales. And from the sound of it... Your business is growing. Whether you're fulfilling orders from your home office or warehouse, Stamps.com helps you stress less about mailing and shipping and spend more time doing what you love most. Listening to ASMR. I mean, growing your business. But as you grow, so does the need for efficiency. Stamps.com simplifies your shipping and mailing process. Import orders from wherever you sell online. Find the lowest rates with the fastest delivery times. Instantly deliver tracking updates to your customers. And buy shipping and mailing supplies when you run low. Save time and money on mailing and shipping. Get started at Stamps.com today with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale.
1: And when we submit ourselves unto God, it means that we are going to um, submit the time frame as to when we should be getting it, and that is where we mess up. Uh, we mess up a lot. The scripture says in James four seven, submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And so let's take a look and see what happens when um, we know that uh, the enemy comes and he is going to test you. So we know that the word is the, the, the truth. So we're going to now apply the the, uh, the truth within our testing situation, our scenario. So let's take a look at Jesus' scenario and then see how he applied the truth in that scenario. And then you and I will simply copy him on model. The so Bible tells us that we ought to be like him and we ought to be like God. So let's take a look at Luke chapter 4. And it's also um, in Matthew. Well, let's take a look at um, uh, Luke chapter 4. Um, it tells this uh, uh, story about Jesus' temptation. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Of course, rare for 40 days, he was tempted by the devil. And that is really an interesting piece. Because in Matthew, it doesn't say that he was tempted for 40 days, but it tells us that he was tempted. And I know there's a, um, you know, you'll think it is a problem within the, the text, but I want to tell you guys something. We have two different men that are seeing, looking at the same thing from a different point of view, and one will always do that. Matthew, is because of Matthew's character, he was a physician, and so he was a little more detailed in his writing than Matthew was. And so Matthew makes a statement, and he said that um, Jesus was sick. That, that then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, "And I always tell you that the enemy will come to you with a question. If you are the Son of God, tell those stones to become." Red. And so, if, did God really say, and so this is how he comes, and he comes to um, separate you from your, the word of God. As a Christian, you are now born again. You're filling yourself with truth. And he is going to come, his purpose is to separate you from the truth. And so he'll come and say, did God really say that you are healed? Do you feel that pain in your body? Did God really say that you are? Uh, he'll provide your needs? Look at you, you're hungry and you need food and you don't have any way where you're going to get anything because you don't have anything, but the Bible tells us that God will make a way where there's no other way. That's the truth. So he is going to come and separate you. And the only way that he can come to separate you is by asking a question. So if you arrest him right there, and if you arrest him when he comes asking that question in your thoughts, you have won the battle. So we see now that the devil said, if you are the son of God, tell us, tell the stone to become bread. We're back in Luke now. And Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. So, you know, he comes with a question. What did Jesus do? Jesus answered him with the word. The devil led him up into the high places and showed him him an instant of all the kingdoms of the earth or the world. When did that happen? When Adam gave that to him. And he said, I will give you all this authority and splendor. It has been given to me when, in Genesis chapter 3. And it says, uh, and I can give it to anyone who wants it. Uh, if, there's the condition, if you worship me, it will be all yours. And Jesus said, Jesus comes with the word again, you know, he comes with his question. Jesus answers him with the word it is written worship the Lord your God and serve him only the devil led him up to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple and if you are the son of God see all of these questions he said throw yourself down from here for now watch the enemy for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. Now, where did he get that from? That is Psalms 91. And if you read Psalms 91, Psalms 91 is about a protection, um, uh, uh, Psalms, against the devil and his people. And it tells us, it says in Psalms 91, He that dwelt in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall come with me. Um, with feather and under his wings shall thou trust he his truth shall be your shield and buckler his truth his truth is the word of god so here you see the truth so now we go down and we see where satan uh pulls this out for verse 11 he says "Uh, there shall no evil befall thee neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling for he shall give his angels charge over you Keep you in all your ways. I don't see where it says any here that you need to jump down from any place to test the Lord God to do any of that stuff. I mean, we got some sense, don't we? And so Jesus answered him and said to him, um, "You know." uh, So we see, number one, I want to stop here. The enemy can use the word, but we see that his intention of the use of word is absolutely corrupted. He has it, uh, uh, the prefix in that is that you need to throw yourself, you need to harm yourself, so that God, and then God will protect you. That's not what the Word says, and that is just absolutely madness. But that's what I'm saying. Out of the abundance of the heart, this person will speak, and just like their father, he's absolutely crazy, he's just full of lies, and he can't help himself. So he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift up lift you up in this hand in their hands so that you will not strike your feet against a stone. Sounds beautiful, doesn't it? And Jesus answered him and said, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all the tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Watch that phrasing. So the Bible tells us that um uh submit yourself uh unto the Lord, and it tells us that this uh, that the enemy will flee as we submit, and so uh, he, he's fleed from Jesus Christ. It tells us right there I read it to you so you could see that you know he got he's, he does the same thing. He does the same thing. submit yourself, therefore to God, resist the devil. How did Jesus resist him? Jesus resisted him by the truth Jesus he kept spewing lies because he's the father of it, and Jesus resisted him. With the truth, thy word is truth. And after you resist him with the truth, this character will not be able to handle that. And the Bible tells us, and he will flee from you. What did he do when Jesus kept coming with the truth? The very same thing that he will do with you. So we see that in Psalms 91, that the word of God, see, we talked here about the word of God. um, His truth shall be thy shield. And buckler. The word of God will protect you as you are beginning to release it and use it as a sword and begin to cut this guy with his lies because all of his situations, as I mentioned to you, is a lie. But you bring in the truth and the truth will set you free. And the truth will be your shield and your buckler. Your truth is the word. Sanctify them with your word. So With the truth, your word is true. So I wanted to bring that to you guys to see how he comes and fights. This is how he comes and fights every one of us. He did it with Jesus. He'll do it with you. And so you will follow the blueprint of Jesus Christ, and I guarantee you, you will win that battle. And you will be uh, taking your place as a child of the living God. Combat him, his lies, with the truth. And that's the word of God. The Bible tells us that we just shall live by faith. It also states that we walk by faith and not by sight.
0: Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is a victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music,
1: iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.